back, everyone, badass chicas. I am your host, Annalisa, aka Brujita Linda, and I am here with the final story of the season. Um, it's one that has been told to me time and time again, and I still get creeped out with it. Um, till this day and um, when I first heard it I just could not believe it um, it comes from a family friend and um, they they always know how to tell the story so I, I'm just gonna let them tell it uh, do what they say and I hope um, you get a little spooked um this, again, was an awesome season, and um, all the stories were so scary. They were so good. Uh, I'm still getting people, you know, telling me that they want to submit stories, so maybe I'll make this a regular thing, not just one season. But um, we'll see. You guys let me know what you think. What did you think about the season? Um, what do you guys want to look like? in the next few seasons because I mean we're back it's official Badass Chicas is back um I'll talk more about it after the story but let's just get into it and enjoy the story hello it's Halloween night turn off or dim the lights I want to share something scary but true. Imagine yourself a teenager or an adult. It's Halloween night. And this stranger would come dressed in black from head to toe with a mask, a black mask. And you could tell this was an older person, not a teenager. But a man, he would come to the door and knock. And of course, I felt a chill go up my spine. Who is this stranger? Who is this person? And he wouldn't speak. He simply slowly put his hand out, gesturing for candy. I was not going to unlock that door. I was not going to give him candy. And I told him, you're too old. Please leave. And he stood there. And this time, took out both hands and gestured for candy. And then suddenly, he was gone. This went on for several years. Halloween night. The same lanky tall, scary stranger would come. But one Halloween night, my younger brother and all his friends came running from down the street, screaming, it's the boogeyman, he's here, he's back. And this time, he wants us, not candy. And they were crying, and my mom said, let him in, close the door. And who appears again, slowly, ever so slowly pacing up our driveway, knocked on the door and put his hand out, this thin, lanky, 
hand and he said, I want the boys, not the candy. And we said, get out, get out of here. The sound of his voice, the first time we ever heard him speak, but it was the same man for all those Halloweens over and over. And he said, I'm not leaving until you give me the boys. And we closed, our iron door was locked. We closed our heavy wooden door and he stood there and stood there. I want to say five, ten minutes went by. And he stood there with his hand still waiting for one of the boys. Or all of them, perhaps. Finally, my mom opened the door and she said, we're calling the police, you need to leave now. And she slammed the door. And just like that dark night, wind blowing, he vanished. He was gone. The next Halloween... He didn't appear. In fact, several Halloweens passed and he did not appear. Then we started hearing these horrible murders that are occurring in Whittier, Monterey Park, different parts, these random killings. And no one knew who he was. They had a sketch of him at one time. And he was tall. They said he was lanky, thin. Didn't think much of it at the time. But then, in the news, it came out. They were looking for someone by the name of Richard Ramirez. And my spine just shivered. And I said, I wonder if it's the guy that used to come every Halloween, that scary, slow-walking man. Well, we weren't sure. But it was a hot summer when the manhunt began. And everyone took precautions. They hung out traps like to make noise if he tried to get in your window. Because this murderer, that's what he would do. He'd find an open door, an open window. He took advantage of the heat and a lot of people. The murders continued. And the hunt intensed. The fear was everywhere. And we knew that that Richard Ramirez was definitely a neighbor somewhere in our neighborhood of Boyle Heights. But where did he come from? Why was he doing this? As time went on and the fear grew, they said they were closing in on him after brutally murdering elderly people, young people, middle-aged people, scaring the whole city of Los Angeles. He reappears. And it turns out he lived only about two and a half blocks away from us in a run-down storage room behind a garage. 
we found this out, that that's where he lived, this ghost of a man, this empty man. And one Saturday morning, when the, as again, the manhunt intensified, he's walking on our street. My sister is dropping off her two small children. And he goes right to her. Car open, motor running. And he says, hey. And she turned around, startled by his presence and how the proximity. And she says, what are you doing here? Get out of here. She did not recognize the sketch art drawing of Richard Ramirez. And then he said, I need, I need something. She says, get out of here, leave. So he looks around and he sees one of our older neighbors watering her lawn with her young grandson by her side, one of the boys that he had hunted Halloween's before. She immediately recognized that it was Richard Ramirez. He went straight to her. How my sister was fortunate, I don't know. How our neighbor was fortunate, I don't know. She sent her grandson running to the store to call the police. She wanted him far away from that animal, that beast. And he said, I'm thirsty. Give me a glass of water. And she calmly responded, no. How about from the hose? I'm watering. Take it from the hose. He slowly, she slowly handed him the hose, fearing that he was going to grab her and take her in the house and do who knows what to her. And all she could think about was that her grandson had ran safely to the store. And as he was drinking water, he paused. He said, where did you send the little boy? She says, I don't know. I don't know him. He just ran out. He was running around. And he's like, oh, really? And he drank some more water slowly, staring at her as she described these dark, scary, empty eyes. And her heart raced. The fear was tremendous. The, his face, she says she can never forget it, so long and drawn. And again, she said, he had no soul when he, she looked at him. He finally stopped drinking the water. And he asked her, do you know where Hubbard Street is in East L.A.? And she said, just keep going down. Keep going east. You'll run into Hubbard. And he, he stared, not saying anything, just stared at her. And she took a few steps back, very cautiously. And he said, so if I just go straight down the street, I'll eventually hit Hubbard. And she said, yes, go ahead, go. And he walked away, turning back once to give her one more look. Then he continued. Soon she could barely see him. And she ran to, in the house called the police, went to go look for her grandson. He was at the store safe. Later, my sister became aware 
that it was Richard Ramirez that was asking her for something. And uh, the fear, again, I, I can't, I'm sorry to repeat myself, but the fear was like nothing we've ever felt in a small neighborhood in Boyle Heights and all over the greater Los Angeles. He made his way to Hubbard, where he found another young mom getting her car, and this time he wanted the car. And she recognized him, and she screamed this screechy scream in fear of her life. Help me, help me, it's Richard Ramirez, somebody help me. And before she knew it, all these men in the neighborhood, boys, teenagers, young guys came out and they captured him. They threw him to the ground. They beat him and they were not going to let him get away. They stopped the monster. That was what his end came to, right there, to harm no one else. But those nights of Halloween will live in my memory forever. The fact that my sister was spared, our neighbor spared, that will live in me forever. But Halloween nights are the most scary time when Richard Ramirez walked by our house. This Halloween, both those doors Lock those windows. They say he's gone, that evil soul. But there might be others. A true story of a monster that lived amongst us. All right, and that is the story of their experience with the Night Stalker, um, Richard Ramirez. Um, they did want me to mention that the reason why he was called the Night Stalker is because he only killed at night. And um, they also wanted me to reiterate how scared everyone was during that time. Um, even just hearing it again, like, I can't imagine being, like, you know... He was like local, you know, just you you hear about these serial killers and you hear about their stories and stuff. And it's like it happened so long ago or this and that. And it's just like, oh, it doesn't happen nowadays when I mean, in reality, you know, like this could literally be your neighbor when it in fact this person was, you know, um, and just knowing that like he was just so accessible like he was like in somebody's backyard that could have been your backyard that could have been your neighbor's backyard you know like it, just hearing how close and how comfortable he was just walking around the neighborhood and like had no fear to you know just be in everybody's faces and, and even in broad daylight you know just had no care in the world um it's just so frightening uh, and so like creepy to hear um but they did tell me uh, that during this time um they would stack uh like teacups at the windows and um they had a fan and that um 
they had by the windows and stuff. Just like think they would set up kind of like booby traps to, you know, if anybody does come through the windows or anything like that, it'll make a loud noise and startle everybody um, to, you know, to alert them if somebody was trying to get in the house. Um, and they did tell me that they had a bat next to their bed. And at one point they had even like tried to rehearse or they, they basically like planned out the whole thing of like if something were to happen um they they had bunk beds so like um they were sleeping on the top and then their sister was on the bottom and they had a a bat and that if anything were to happen if somebody were to come into the room that um their sister would go against the wall and just like be out of the way and that they would just be swinging the bat you know nonstop. you know like they were they were like trying to prepare themselves for something terrifying like this and um when they when this was happening I think they said there was a, a fan at one point that had broke and made like a really loud noise that was in the room and it startled everybody to the point where even like their dad had burst through the room with their own bat thinking you know that it was Richard Ramirez or you know anybody trying to come in um so the fact that everyone is just on edge you know just like scared for their lives you know um like I said again like we, we watch, I mean, I'm someone that loves true crime and just kind of like, you know, these um, crime podcasts or, or watching these documentaries and stuff like that. And um, you sometimes we forget how like this happened, you know, like these, they're people, these monsters are people, everyday people that you can pass on the street like like I said be in your neighborhood you know and it's just so scary um how real this situation is how real this situation can be um but uh enough of that (laughs) I hope that uh, I mean the, the whole point of this season was to scare you guys this is you know the Halloween season it's all about being scared I mean in my opinion I I, you know with the horror movies and all that stuff so I really hope that this season did achieve that for you guys um it seriously is probably one of my favorite seasons I mean I love all of them but this was really uh it was really nice to to do this and I got to meet so many new people um through the market actually which I hope I actually met a few of you guys Got to speak to you guys in person, which was really awesome. Thank you for coming by and supporting. Um, and it was just, it was such a good time. <laughs> but um, because of the market, you know, like I said, I was able to meet a lot of the guests that I did have on this season. And it's just so, like, so awesome to have the opportunity to um, really get to sit and talk with, with you guys and, and learn your experiences and stuff like that. Um, so again, thank you to everybody that came on. Thank you to everybody who submitted stories. Um, this was really uh, a fun experience for me and I hope for you guys as well. Um, and I hope for everyone listening, they you got some goosebumps or some you know nightmares out of this. <laughs> Not trying to wish you guys the worst, but I'm just saying like, I just hope that this podcast was as fun 
listening to it as much as it was like making it for me. Um, I don't typically like to go back and hear the episodes because I do kind of get weirded out hearing my voice, but I did go back and hear a lot of these episodes again because of these stories. They were so good. Um, so I hope you guys like the finale. I hope you guys enjoy your Halloween weekend. Um, what are your plans? What are you dressing up as? I would love to know everything. Um, and look forward to the next season. There is a next season in the works. It will um, premiere in November, um, towards like more towards like the end of mid eight mid to late November. So look out for that. Um, if you or anyone is interested in being interviewed, shoot me a message on the Badass Chicas um, Instagram, which is badass.chicas. Um, again, I do have um, a giveaway going on right now uh, for official Badass Chica pins to celebrate the three years. Again, this whole season was in celebration of three years doing this podcast. It's it's something that I just love doing. It's a fun hobby for me, you know, and um, if you guys could support, that would be awesome. Uh, I also have Patreon. Um, I've been struggling trying to get the videos up on the Patreon, and I actually have been struggling trying to um, get some videos up on my Instagram, which I have no clue why I've been trying to put up. Um, the last three videos um, as reels, the little like uh, clips, um, but as soon as I do, they will be up. Um, again, thank you guys so much for this awesome season. Um, I can't wait to come back and get to talk to you guys again with season six. Again, that was a successful season five. Happy Halloween. Bye. Make sure to follow us on Instagram to stay up to date with episodes and guests. Follow us at badass.chicas. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you would like to support and get exclusive merch, content, and videos, become a patron today. Link in bio. Talk to you next time. Bye!